What is going on, everybody? I am Greg Hellback, and my co-host, Michael Pinter, and I are bringing you another episode of the New York Real Estate Investing Show. This show is all about how to be successful in New York State, one of the best places and one of the most difficult places to do business in. And each and every week, Michael and I are going to bring awesome content to everybody who wants to learn how to do this business successfully in New York. Between the both of us, we have done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deals. We've made millions of dollars and we've also made a ton of mistakes. So if you want to try your best to avoid those mistakes, definitely take a listen to this podcast. Every single week, we are going to provide actionable tactical steps on how you can be successful investing in the Empire State of New York. Stay tuned and welcome to the show. Currently going from the gym to a property that I'm going to tell you about. Oh my goodness. Um, I have a podcast for the listeners here. So first things first, if you're new to the show, welcome. I'm your host. I'm Greg Helbeck. Unlike most gurus, I am making about 97% of my income through the real estate investing business. So why would I share that? Well, that is because the way that I earn income is not through education. It is through buying, selling, and renting investment real estate. So I know what I'm talking about. I got a lot to learn. So I don't want to be one of these guys pounding my chest saying I know everything about the business because obviously that would be incorrect. But I know a lot about the business. I've learned a lot over the last five years. I've been a full-time real estate investor. So this podcast, uh, at least today, is going to be about the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth about doing a bad deal. Because let me tell you what, I am in the middle of doing a really bad deal that I'm going to lose money on. I've made a lot of mistakes. Once the deal is hopefully sold in about four to six weeks, I can do a final podcast on lessons I've learned. But let me tell you what, point of the podcast today, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to get to where I need to get to. So let me think about this here. That is near the Cornwall area. So it's probably going to be beneficial to go this way. I'm just trying to figure out, I'm trying to get over to this actual property. I'm doing the podcast on because there's an ongoing problem that's a shitty problem. And when I say shitty problem, I actually mean that there's a septic problem. So that's like the last thing you want to break. Anyway, so when you do a bad deal, my goodness, it's like the real estate gods uh, want to teach you a lesson that you'll never, you know, hopefully make again or never do again. So let me just give you the skinny on this thing. So back in 2020, so last January or no, I got this lead actually about a year ago. So a literal, literally a year ago, I made the decision that I was going to buy a piece of commercial real estate in 2021. That was one of my goals, right? And I'm like, I want to buy a property and I want to, you know, I want to buy a, you know, mixed use commercial building and I want to be the next commercial real estate tycoon and blah, 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 blah. So I said, all right, now I got I to gotta find a property to buy. So I did some cold calling and I found this property. I'll give you the address, 58 Oars Mills Road. Got the seller on the phone, vacant property, needed work, motivated seller, wanted to sell it, you know, got a great deal, I thought, on paper. Got appraised for 450 fully stabilized. I bought it for 265 I thought I was going to be, you know, the next, uh, you know, commercial real estate tycoon. And I close on this property and before I closed, I definitely like should have done some more homework on this thing because it was on a septic tank and there's a permit from the DEC. 
there's a lot of problems with this property. And uh, I didn't really like look at the problems because I was just so motivated to buy this thing. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to close on it. So I bought this thing, took out a hard money loan, which I still have to this day on this property. I closed in May of 2021. As I record this, it's December 2021. And ever since I bought this property, it has been a royal, 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 royal pain in the ass, otherwise known as a PITA, P-I-T-A. Everything that has gone wrong besides, God forbid, it burning down has happened, okay? So not only did I buy a deal in an area that I shouldn't have bought in, so here's why that is the case. This property is a four-unit mixed-use building, which means that there's apartments and there's a retail store. However, the location of the building is god-awful. It is in the middle of this weird intersection that is kind of in the middle of nowhere. So what that means in English is that like, to have a commercial store there is just absolutely asinine. So I didn't really think that before I bought the building. I thought that it was a great deal. So I said, fuck it, I'll find a tenant right away put this thing on the market to rent. This is the commercial space and, um, you know, absolutely zero traction. I got the realtor out of there quickly said, I don't think you're doing a good job. I don't think the building's a great building. So I'm going to, you know, decide to, I'm just going to sell this thing. So can't find a commercial tenant. This is around like June or July. Uh, now, so I, so I'm kind of going all over the place here. So I bought this property in May and it took me about two months to renovate one apartment unit. And then once I renovated the first apartment unit, then the second apartment, I just like put like new appliances in and like a washer and dryer and actually a new bathroom. So I renovated the second apartment too, actually thinking about it now. And then the third apartment, I literally just cleaned out and had to like switch a light bulb. So that's it. So I'm like, all right, let me now just put this property on the market. So I tried, I bought the property, renovated the property, tried to rent out the store didn't get any success. And then I figured in my logical brain, by the way, this is the first commercial deal I've ever done. And I should have wholesaled the property thinking about it now. Should have, I could have wholesaled this and made like 40 or 50 grand knowing what I know now, but that's too, uh, too late. So try to sell the property after I can't rent it, the commercial space. Cause I'm like, if I can't rent a commercial space, this thing's not going to really have a lot of value. So I said, fuck it. Let me put it on the market blank, uh, vacant. Cause I'm like, the, uh, once again, the logic, which is stupid was, well, if I put it on the market vacant, the buyer can select his own tenants, which in theory makes a lot of sense. But in reality, the price I put it at was not attracting any buyers whatsoever. So this thing sat on the market like a fucking, you know, like a like a rotten apple in a tree and uh, zero traction whatsoever. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I do not want to be stuck with this property. It's like got a scarlet letter on it or something like. So I told the realtor, I said, hey, I um." I think what we should do is we should take this off or the realtor told me, sorry, the realtor told me we should take this off the market and fill it up with some tenants in the apartments, at least get you some income and then put it back on the market. Once there's tenants inside, I said, that's a pretty good idea. Let's do that. So we, uh, he put them on the market to rent like the residential apartments. So the residential apartments are a lot easier to rent than a commercial space for obvious reasons. So, uh, we got some tenants and right away, we started having problems. So I'm not a property manager. I'm not a big fan of uh, managing rentals at all. But I said for now, because my end goal is to sell the property, I'll just self-manage it for now because hopefully in four months, it won't even be my property anymore and it will be sold to a buyer. 
hopefully at a profit, which is not going to happen. But anyway, so I said, all right, let's, uh, let's, let me just manage the tenants. So the realtor got some tenants, gave the tenants my phone number. And literally since day one, I've been getting phone calls almost daily about the property having problems between, um, people getting sick inside because they thought the air was bad, which ended up being bullshit and had cost a thousand dollars and then oil going out and the heat going out and, you know, cat shit in the attic and heroin needles behind the wall and septic tanks exploding and dry pipes and this is broken, that's broken. And I've just about fucking had it with this property. All the problems that, um, you know, the stove doesn't work. I mean, I don't know what, what I kind of left out besides the fact that the building burned down, which it obviously didn't, but I've just been getting an absolute ass beating on this thing. Stressful beyond belief, making hard money payments. And, um, fortunately I'm in contract to sell this property as of this podcast recording. So hopefully that sale goes through, knock on wood. I'm literally knocking on my head. Like hopefully that goes through. And if the sale goes through at the price that we have it in contract for, I'll lose, I'll lose $10,000, probably a little bit more actually after I pay for these contractors and I'm going to meet the property. So this property has just been a total shit show, literally a shit show with the septic problems. So why the hell am I telling you the story? Here's the fucking facts. And I'm sorry for swearing. If you're offended, I apologize. I'm just trying to be real with you. And uh, if you know me, you know, if you hung out with me before, I definitely, I don't curse like a sailor, but I'll drop an F-bomb here and there if I'm feeling it. So anyway, if you're going to get involved in this business, right, if you're going to start buying real estate and you're going to start taking deals down, which just means closing on it with other people's money or your own money, you got to do your fucking homework. Okay. I did not do my homework on this deal. I did not study the area. I did not look at the demand for commercial, you know, uh, desirability, I didn't really do a thorough septic inspection on this property, and now I'm paying for that now. Um, and I, I broke the rules. I broke my rules of not buying vacant buildings for commercial property, and uh, I'm going to pay the consequences. I'm going to lose about $10,000 on this property, if not more. So if you're going to get into this business, unfortunately, this is just a fact, you're going to learn the most when you get your ass beat. So, I mean, you, know, so you could listen to this podcast, and hopefully this can save you the the brain damage of having to go through this, but I'll tell you what, you're going to learn the most when you're in the trenches getting your, 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 your teeth kicked in. But if, if possible, if you can learn from this podcast or you, this specific episode, or if you can, um, you know, learn from just reading a book or talking to me in person, understand if you're going to be buying property, you need to do your homework. You, you need to understand exactly what you're getting into. I didn't obviously know this and you need to be prepared to go to battle, which I was not prepared to do. I thought this was going to be the best deal since sliced bread. Clearly that's not the case and it's not over yet. So make sure you go into this business with your eyes open. You know, a lot of gurus make money talking about real estate, not doing real estate. I'm the complete opposite. I make my money, most of my money doing real estate, not talking about real estate. But if you're interested in doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, go to bookacallwithgreg.com. But uh, anyway, know what you're getting into when you're doing this business. Honestly, in my opinion, knowing what I know now, I should have wholesaled this property. I, it's, I got a pretty good price on it, so I bought it right. I should have sold this out to a cash buyer right away and made like a $40,000, $50,000 profit, but I did not do that and I decided to take it down and now I'm learning my lessons the hard way to say the least. So that's thing number one. Thing number two is don't deviate 
into new areas uh, unless you really know what you're fucking doing. Like, if I kn- knew what I knew now, I should have partnered with somebody who knows the commercial business and either funded the deal for them or, like, came in as a partner and, like, took some, you know, I don't know, did a profit split. But I shouldn't have taken down a deal by myself without knowing what the fuck I'm doing because I'm paying for it right now. So, you know, if you know how to wholesale and get off-market deals, is that's one skill set. But operating a commercial property, especially an old vacant building, that's a totally different business. So, listen, now I know a lot, so I could probably do it again and make money, which I'll probably do. But, uh, man, this learning curve is painful. It's not easy. It's not fun. I'm about to be here at this property to see what we need to do to fix the septic. So, hope you guys have a great, guys and girls, have a great rest of your evening uh, or day or morning, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, hopefully next time I talk about this property on this podcast, it's after it sells and closes and I take my losses and move on to the next one. Take care. Bye.